out with the old and in with the new. Start your new year with Yahoo Small Business with everything you need to start and grow your business. Find a domain, get a business email, and create a new professional website. Have a business idea and don't know where to start? Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com. Recorded live.
Power, B48, My Hotel, Welcome to Feel on the Ground Radio. This your brother Born, getting it in tonight. Things ain't Thursday. We're gonna have some nice show tonight. Call, uh, you know, it's gonna be a uh, open line. We got us a nice topic, and that's dealing with um, just getting our freedom. And, you know, we're going to leave it up to any members that you want to get freedom of. You know, we see that we're not free yet. And what is the problem? Are we afraid or are we just too disorganized to get freedom? And I ask this question because I talk to a lot of different people and I'm getting different thoughts on both sides. Hold on, hold on one moment. Let me see. All right. So um, back to back to what I was saying. But like I said, I, I talked to a lot of different people, and you know, I'm getting different um, thoughts on both sides. Or you know, I'm just listening to uh, the the ills and why how we not how and why we're not getting to where we want to get to. And and it's a it's you know, I'm seeing people leaning on both sides. Some people saying that we too afraid, some people saying we are too disorganized, and I just want to open it up to the floor, get everybody's opinion on the topic, you know, um, get it in real nice, you know, just do what we do on Think Tank Thursday, put the topic out there and add it off from there, um, start the sound system wasn't working right, man, uh, try to get it right, we're going to, we're going to work on that to make sure that the uh, RBGF can come through nice, loud, and clear, and by the end of the show, we might have a halftime. And we'll put that back in so we make sure that everybody gets to hear that nice and clean. So um, that's what we're going to be doing. And the topic also comes up. You know, we we see a lot of things going on, and what we uh, and what we are uh, in tune with in the African community. And there's different uh, avenues in the African community. You have the uh, you know you have the church community. You have the Pan African community. You have the conscious community. You have the uh, Muslim community. You know what I mean? You got different fractions. You understand? You got the, uh, you know, the the, the uh, middle class community. We got the bourgeoisie. We have, the, you know, we have all different types of communities out here. And so I'm listening to some of the things that's going on in the different communities. And, um, Try to get a grasp on what to tackle first, whether it's to tackle the fear in our hearts or it's to tackle the disorganization amongst the, amongst the people. Even though, and not, and not to say that one is more important than the other, but we'll see. We'll see how it shake out. Um, let, me see, let me open my chat room. That's what I need to do. My chat room open. Right, right. 
chat room open get that going get everything right here anything nice and cold you will see what else I got to do let me clock in I'm sure I'm on this charger right here let me get going alright now again as I said you know um I just say, you know, we we got this topic due to a lot of different things that we've seen in the community. You know, we got a lot of, uh, uh, I think, mishandling of information and, and not uh, uh, outright sense of urgency for what exactly we got going on inside our community. We're looking at, um, you know, we, we're looking at uh, coming up on what they, they're saying is the 20th anniversary of the, uh, the Million Man March. You understand? Now, um, I'm going to be as respectful as possible right now when I uh, discuss this situation, this topic. And um, one of the things I'm going to say is that Farrakh Khan has brought these people back uh, or is bringing the people back and is now making a threat. You understand? He said, it's justice or else. The threat has been veiled. We don't know exactly what the threat is. But my brother, I think Brother Little might have brought it to my attention. So, I'm checking this thing out. Matter of fact, me, give me one moment. I got to change. I got to change lines. Hold on one moment. I'm back now, family. Now, as I was saying, you know, I see this um, information still from who's doing the 20th anniversary march on Washington. Um, this time, he says he's going with, you know, he's going with a threat this time, which is justice or else, or else what? I don't know. I don't, and you know, and anytime he's threatening, um,
we, it wasn't fair for them. They weren't afraid to come stand on the grass. But was there a fear of enacting real change? Because the organization seemed like it was there at that point in time. Now, 20 years later, it seems that we are on the, the, we're on the diametric opposite end now. Now, we have this organization, but there are a lot of youthful, uh, uh, fearless warriors. A lot of people who are fearless now, who didn't get, who are 20 years out from that. You know, they were 14, 12, 11 when Million Man March happened. They ain't, they ain't go. They wasn't there. They were 16, 17. Now they 30, 35, 36. They warriors. But they disorganized because the organization that was there was disbanded. It seemed that after a, a, move, a mighty little movement like that, it would be a strong tie built into the community. You know, just the, the, the thought of being unified and being all there like that. That the unity would leave Washington D.C. and it would disperse into the community, but what it seemed to do was it it broke up the unity because from that point on, there was no way that you could really organize black people together again. It's not nothing big, major, really for organization unless it's a sporting event or hip hop stuff. So organizing the masses has become hard. And I wonder what what happened and what was the politics when they created this type of disunity and disbanding of uh, 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 this organization and disarray in the ranks of people where uh, we don't see, we don't see even, you know, I don't say we don't see, we might see maybe 20% of the organizations that existed then now saying that 80% are gone, and a lot of them are teetering on the way out. The only ones that are really seeing this strong is things like the Urban League, the uh, NAACP, you know. These are things that are still, like, around as organized uh, groups and bodies. You have the SELC, still, you know, as organized groups, but they're not organized even as strong as they were 20 years ago. So right now, we should be seeing a destabilization of organization. But under that, though, they got a, it was, there was a chance for uh, leadership ranks to be broken. So, you know, there was a whole generation of people who didn't get coddled up under the bourgeoisie system. You understand? They didn't come up under these organizations who had already had leaders who were already willing to... Uh, bow down and bend over to whatever the chapter was handing out to them, you know, at any point in time. And so this is what we're dealing with, you know. So now, like I said, 20 years later, and we see the army disbanded, but we see that there is an army. And so our job right now is to be the nightmare movement when people start to call these types of things and out, you know, they're going to do this type of march. It's like the million man, 20th anniversary. And I would tell people to stay away from anywhere where you got somebody. Listen, man, stay away. Stay away from any 
is we got to store enough cancer in Ain't no doubt about it. I've been looking at that. And then I'm looking at right, that. man. It's like, uh, like that's called effective organization, though. I mean, that's what I don't think we got. Yeah, exactly. Effective organization. No, I, I know, and exact, that is, that's exactly what I mean, man. And that's what, I'm glad that you said that effective organization. You know what I mean? We got, you know, we got to split it here, split it in. You know, um, what we need to uh, to have effective organization goals in that way. The fearless, the fearless ones that have somewhere where they can go into. They know what's going on. They have somewhere to be channeled to because they're not yeah. uh, comfortable in just being organized to organize, organize just to organize. Well, that's imperative. Ain't mm-hmm. nothing move. Can't nothing move. I do something and get caught and then be stuck. That's just, that's just gonna kill the kill the momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta be. Uh, you know, that's that's one of the things that. And plus, we got, we know we got the boys. They prepare to see our brothers out there, and, and you know, everybody working now. If you ain't listen, uh, I'm telling you, you cannot think you coming up under the red, black, and green, just paying out flat, and you are a motherfucking ninety-pound weakling. You could be 90 pounds. I ain't telling you, brother, that you can't be 90 pounds, but you better not be no 90 pound week. You better not be uh, 300 pounds, football, 360, ain't no stuff. You just big. You got the money. You got to put some work in, man. You got to put some work in. We got to be in shape. We got to be in shape because we got to teach that to our children, man. That got to be a number one thought in their mind that I must physically be correct. A strong body builds strong thoughts. You see, most weak, most weak acting Negroes is weak looking. They don't trying to talk. They don't look like they can whoop nuts. That's why they're trying to talk their way out of age acting. That's real shit. That's real, man. Yeah, but you know, knowledge is power. They ain't got no power to the guy ain't got no knowledge of the ass kicking, so you run to the book. Mm-hmm. Knowledge to the book. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They ain't even your own ideas. You're rolling that shit either. <clears throat> and they ain't writing that. You see, you see the uh, flyers, the warrior style flyers. You know what I'm saying? You know, we beat down. Oh, God, what's that? Uh, well, you know, we have to fly in a warrior scholarship, uh, beating down on this hustle scholarship. Because most of this hustle scholarship is a way to keep us disorganized and afraid at the same time. We're dealing with a hustle scholarship where, you know, it's about feel good information to send you home, want to come back more. You understand? Know it's like a movie. And they're telling you to your face that that's what they want you to do. Come back and get more. Yeah. We got to uh, make sure that we're strong on what we're saying and how we did. 
and Warriors scholarship is is uh it should be a way of life. Not to just take what people are saying to and just dominate enough to believe you should be willing to check anything that someone's saying. You know, it all means checking like you gotta go on Google but check them, ask them questions about what they're saying to get tired and clarification. You know what I'm saying? And when you bring forth your your information you do it, you know what I'm saying, the man of the shop they had it. Well stop. You stop off the lie. That's what you should always be doing. They just do battle with any lies or false or perpetuated on the app. So that's that's the you know Number one thing about the Warriors Scouts is the job. So the value for the legacy of the African people. That's how I look at myself in. You know, a warrior person, scholar second. You know, like, like uh, you know, I know when to put the book down and pick up the shop. You know what I mean? That's the basic, uh, First of all, we have to be into right now is making sure that we watch the public scholars. You know, we got the conscious entertainment circuit going wild. Uh, and, that's, and that really is also another part of why I come with this topic is because what are, what are they trying to do to us? Are we so afraid now that we must make everybody one? One being somebody out of Africa. This is just that's what we so afraid of now. You know, now we're going to have, uh, uh, you know, we're going to have a cornerstone built upon whether or not we come from eight, whether or not it's not eight or just group to say eight, but it still look like a chimpanzee. Just, you know, really. And fall at some of the answers that's being played with. So some of these things are very organized, but now these things are organized and being afraid of what's going on, what's going to happen. You know, they, you know, we're talking about what we can't do this. Everybody touch and miss. You know? The lady asked the question the other day. She said, yeah, what would happen if we went to war right now? So this is oh, man, we already have war. No, we're not talking about that type of war. No, if we went to real war right now, it's just not possible. Oh, man, y'all listen, man. The men, the men, y'all so got to weak. The men so weak. I'm telling you, the sisters is like, yo, listen, we have to dial it out to the end. I think we can win. The Negroes, oh, oh we're going to, man, what we can be the here. Oh, they ain't gonna take notes. Oh, we too disorganized. Oh, niggas only care niggas. Oh, no, they just, oh, black people ain't worth shit. Oh, black people can't come together. Not every fucking excuse, everything in the world, except for, you know, you know I go say that. A couple brothers, but I'm telling you, the majority, the majority of the brothers are talking about. How we just gonna get killed? How we just just everything negative, man. Things that you know, I just I was appalled that these brothers were talking like that. I'm saying, damn. And then the women, then you got sisters who read this, and the sisters is like, what is wrong with y'all? The sisters like, what is wrong with y'all? You know what I mean? And they like, oh, oh, sister, you got to understand. Ain't ain't nothing we can do. 
I don't know what to make of Nate acting in that manner with it. But I'm saying even on a hypothetical, man, the first or the first place that he's supposed to win the war is in Trump. And if you can't even think on a hypothetical question that you can win, then you never can. Because this is why some of these Negroes, man, they're going to have to be put on the island, shut the island. They we need to put them to the side. Because they will make us lose because they think that we're supposed to lose or play. They don't have no problem with us losing because they believe that we are losers and deserve the law. Because it's something that we done did to ourselves. Make sure we can explain. I'm telling you, I can show you ample proof of how, of how that ain't true. So, so, uh, so you know, and as I was talking to you, ample proof throughout the, uh, Throughout the whole uh, my opera, throughout the whole my opera, on how this thing can fight. So that's not uh, something we really want to delve into. So we'll touch that on a whole another, whole another day. We'll get back into the my opera. We hit that several times, but we'll definitely delve back into that again. But again, that uh, that that fear uh, taking over. I mean, let's say, you know, they organize these different debates and things of that nature very well. Very well. The organization is excellent. You know what I'm saying? Get the people in there. They promote it well. You know, but where is the, where is the, where is the talk on the community for you know? Somebody got to be a tutor on with this speaker on or something like that. You know, it's open line, so family, uh, if you want to chime on in, you know, you can chime on in. I see a couple of other family members out there, and if you want to chime on in on the topic, uh, please do. And as I said, the topic is uh, the Africans. Africans, are we afraid or are we too disorganized to get this to be before whole year? Yeah, I'm going to be scared out there. Yeah. Yo, brother, be that feedback is ruthless, black. Yeah, what the hell is that? Yeah, man, I got the, I got the fix that. Give me one, give me one second. One second, okay. Right. Oh, who that is? What that is? Somebody, somebody just wiping the phone off, man. Okay. 
check, yeah, check. Black check, black check, black check. Uh, yeah, but for me, brother B, on that topic, man, you know, I, I, I'm the type of brother that believe we uh we over organized. Um, yeah, we got too much going on. When y'all, you know, when the fists is when the hands are spread out, it ain't making no fists. You ain't doing nothing. You know, you ain't, ain't doing enough uh, impact and, and hurt as you can be if you close them. So um, that's always the key, you know, always different branches on the leaf. That's cool, but we need to stick to the tree trunk, be one, one. We need to get part of the tree trunk, don't be um, different branches. That's the fucking problem. We got too many branches. We need to have one big tree, you know what I'm saying? Because you get the different branches, you can go into your own ideology. You don't got to uphold nothing no more. You know what I mean? Now, versus if you're stuck to the root, you got to stick to the laws. Because that's what it is. And, and to me, that's what I think it is. Everybody want to be the be the chief and not the Indian, man. No, I definitely agree. I agree with what you're saying. And that, and that run along in the context of being disorganized because we we got so much shit going on that we ain't doing the right thing. Like you said, it's a thousand. Yeah, I, I was classified, like I said before. Uh, effective organization. We got plenty of organization, but we don't got nothing effective. Effective, yeah. We don't got no effective organization. Okay, we got everybody. Hey, resourceful, however you want to call it. Okay. Uh, like I was saying, like you got all of, like you were talking about how you got the uh, thing is, you know what I'm saying? When you got the hand open like that, you know, we definitely have so many things going on at one time that we're not we run from one agenda to another. That was one of the things that we spoke of when we were talking about how, you know, the police shooting, where we don't even get one thing done at one place and we go off to the next place. I say. That's, I where, say. We, that's where we have the problem. Yeah, that's how come we fat and unhealthy doing shit like that. You know what I mean? We ain't ate our one force meal and let the motherfucker digest and move to the next one. Everybody want to slam all kind of, it's like a buffet around this motherfucker. That's all you can eat. Uh, every different uh, every different one. Yeah, that's why we all fucked up. You know, the cracker and plus, you know, cracker know what he's doing. He don't do this shit for nothing. He don't, he don't leave you all distracted and not knowing how to focus for nothing. That's, that's his main fucking weapon. That's to his advantage. You know what I mean? So it's up to each individual to learn how to focus in this bullshit, man. You don't need none of this shit. But if you think you need every goddamn thing to crack a throw on TV or put in front of your face, I mean, what are we supposed to We're going to die, y'all. That's just what it is. Every time you help your enemy, you're you helping yourself to uh, get murdered. So motherfuckers quick to talk that ain't down with suicide, but yet they always help the cracker to, to, to get the murder on it's crazy. You know, ever since we've been alive, brother B, that's how it's been. We got we got thirty plus years on this motherfucking earth. So even before that, it was like that too, right? You know what I'm saying? So ain't no slap of the finger, ain't no magic video gonna come and wake motherfuckers up like that. You gotta want it. 
I don't know how to give you, like I say all the time, I don't know how to make our people that want the will to be the boss. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I said, man, you know, they, I see some fearless soldiers out there, man, some fearless ones. But, but as you said, it's also uh, another piece to it is that you gotta want, you gotta have the will for this to win. Man. You got to, you got to, you got to have the fucking will to win. If you don't, you're a loser already, man. I'm telling you, no matter what, man. You fuck. If you think you're gonna lose, trust me, man. It's just that's it. That's all you're gonna get. Fucking wrong. That's it. You don't have nothing else to have. You know what I mean? You gotta project for all right, we, we need them soldiers that's down to fight against all odds, man, like Tupac say, man. Like, like, you know, I mean, God damn, it ain't going to be easy. Even if it was, your punk-ass niggas wouldn't do shit anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? This shit ain't going to be handed to you. You got to snatch it. And if you don't want to snatch it, then shut the fuck up and take it up the ass with a smile, man, because I, I'm just tired of complaining ass motherfuckers. The book ain't going to get you free. You know, let's teach me on how to merge some shit. Let's show me how to blow up some shit. Let's show me make you do what it do. You know what I'm saying? I got a step-by-step motherfucking diagram on that motherfucker. That, that's the education I need. But goddamn talking about if the cracker or the egg came first, ain't going to get you free. Goddamn, man. <laughs> Yo, you you going to crack out the egg came first. And, and, and that's what, that's why I'm like, yo, what, what is the, yo, wow, how are we not, how are we not, and it's not even how, we're just going to have to make sure that we continue for next week, next thing, thing Thursday, we'll be at Amos Wilson Thursday, I'm sending that right now, we'll be at Amos Wilson thing, thing Thursday. I say, um, they never get enough we, of the elder, brother. Yeah, we can't get enough, we can't get enough. We're going to have to beat this into you. We're going to have to steadily pound this into you. We're going to have to pound this into you. And over and over and over again, study Amos Wilson. We cannot let you not study Amos Wilson. Because the problem with a lot of our psychology and how we effectively look at changing our position is 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 out of a un-African structure uh, thought, you know what I'm saying, our frame of thought. So listening to the elder Amos Wilson, reading his work, and, you know, just um, utilizing those things there, it definitely helps clarify all of us. Not just, I'm not just giving saying, putting these out there just because it's for anybody else, but it's also for my own self so I can make sure that I stay on the right foot, proper path. And, and Dr. Amos Wilson has definitely led uh, 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 laid a foundation for what we're looking for when we say we want to be holy. Hello? Hey, hey. hello? 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 Hi. I just wanted to say, um, don't you think, can you hear me good? Because on my phone it sounds a little muffled. Well, I can but, hear you, girl. What's, who is this? This is Panther. All right. Oh, what's going on? Black Power, Sister Panther. B.B. Fordier. B.B. Fordier. You know what I'm thinking is that what we have to realize that 
just like uh, Nat Turner and uh, you don't need, until people wake up and until we can let them see this is what you need to get with and you need to get on board, there is no empire that's invincible. Everybody can be gotten or taken down. And even if you can't take them down, I can put the fear of God in you. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. And if you don't have an army, if you don't have the uh, weapons of mass destruction, I can still put fear in your heart. You won't know where it's coming from. You won't know what to do. You won't know when to expect it, what to do, because if you have the right individuals, and it don't take a whole lot, and you are strategic in what you do. One thing I noticed about the rioting, and um, even when you look back on back in the 60s and 70s, even up to date, that every time somebody riot, they got to call the National Guard, you got to call these people, I got to call the towns surrounding that area for help. So if you stage something somewhere and they calling in the National Guard all this help here, that's leaving a whole bunch of other cities wide open. So I'm and I'm just saying that to say that to put the fear, like you might have the money, but can you enjoy it? There was a time in the sixties and seventies they had the money then too, but you damn sure wasn't going to no restaurants. You were sitting your ass home. Uh, being stuck in the house, didn't know what to do, scared to death, that shit was coming to your neighborhood. So the point is you the fear of God can be put in anybody. No empire is invincible. So it, it, you, you just have to be strategic in your thinking and how you want to do things. Because when – so – even with all the armored cars they come out with, oh, yeah, we got a machine gun on top, we'll blaze all of y'all just one shot, you know, yeah, you can. But even with that, if you, depending on how people are doing what they're doing, the fear of God is still could be everywhere. They, and you can't, there's no getting around it. How many of us are there in the United States? Of course, we. I feel we don't have enough people on board, but I do believe when they can see that that I'm getting that foot off my neck, I'm getting you off my ass for right now, because the truth is the genocide that they're doing on us is working. They got us locked up. You got how many black men? I went to a symposium, and they freaking got uh, how many of our children locked up at Rikers Island. I mean, it's just unbelievable when you start getting the stats of what they're doing to us strategically across the country. So to me, in getting your foot off of my neck, we got to be just as strategic. And in some ways, we got to be just as ruthless. And, I, you know, you know, I know everybody's like, well, I, we don't want to turn into them and, why are we going to do that? I, you know, what? sometimes you might have to. You might have to just to save yourself and to save your children. So, and if that's the case, just like that movie, The Spook, Who Sat By The Door. 
They didn't know where this shit was coming. They like, what well, was it, Al-Qaeda up in this motherfucker who's here? Who is doing this and what? So they're not as protected as we think they are because when you look at what they have to do, when you have a little bit of upright, it wasn't even a 1,000 people. You had to call the National Guard. You had to call everybody here, everything here. So, okay, if all your attention is there and you ain't even got a 1,000 people, come on. So are you really, you're equipped, but are you really as organized as we give you, uh, as we think you are? Maybe you're not. Maybe there is a weakness. And I'm just saying that even the people in Europe, that palace, that British whatever the hell, I mean, come on. You've never, they attacking everybody, no one's ever attacked you. I mean, come on. I'm just saying that. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. A whole lot of shit could be done, and it don't take a whole lot of people. It honestly doesn't. And, and, and I'm just saying to spark it, because once our people see that shit is getting done and that we are dying and that somebody gives a shit and something is happening, I, more people are going to get on board. Because right now, I don't think it's enough of us, but, shit, we got to work with what we got because it ain't stopping their damn plan. I got into an argument with somebody on Facebook today telling me, well, you're just going to get us all killed and shot and whatever. Well, we getting shot and killed anyway. So what are we afraid of? Mm-hmm. They're killing us anyway. So we're just going to sit around and wait. Who's going to be next? Oh, gee, I hope it's not my family. I mean, come on. It should have us backed up. Look at Nat Turner. He had to get, come neighbors, whoever, whatever, come, let's do this. Because that's how desperate he felt. That's When he looked at his situation, he was like, yo, we got to make moves. I don't give a fuck. You might take me out. That's what I feel is coming anyway. That's why I'm going to act like I am. And I'm going to take as many as you out with me. But I'm just saying... There is not what you do is how you do it, and there are plenty of ways. This infrastructure is not always propped up to be. There, are, there's certain way. There's plenty of ways that this shit can be tackled down. Definitely. Am I talking crazy? <laughs> Hello. Hello? I know. We hear you, sis. Just listen. Oh, I'm just saying. It's too many ways. Too many damn ways. If you look at, and I'm not going to compare, you know, these other organizations that are doing, are forming their coups and doing what they got to do. I mean, come on. They're doing it to us in secret. They're behind closed doors. Okay, we're going to send this vaccination out. Let's just get them all in Africa, get them here in the United States. And in the United States, oh, they just stepping it up big time. Let's lock them all up, do this, do that, without no recourse. I mean, so, you know, they have no fear. But there is a way to uh, make them fear. They can fear. Oh, you could. They could be scared. Uh, you know, and- you know when they're afraid. You know, um, you know, you see them on a regular basis. Anytime that they, you know, they have 
like when you look inside uh, Baltimore right now, they they're talking about the murders that are going on in Baltimore. That's to put uh, onus on the people as savages because they was afraid of the people being able to actually uh, effectively turn over some things inside of the community. So you know they uh, you could tell that's when they start to put that. You know you, you can see what type of stories they start to write up on you. That's what they you know um, and to go along with that is the is what you were saying about how we're organized and we got a lot of different organizations and everything. But as our brother Luther was saying, is that one of the, the uh, main things is that we need to have not just to be organized, but to, to be organized into the system and doing things that are going to be exact. And it's not, you know, uh, as, as you were saying, you know how they have, uh, I don't know, but, you know, how they have their little backdoor room things, and this is what's going, you know, as you said, you know, they figure out what's going to go into the floor, right? We know what, we know what uh, Africans work at. We know we work amongst them at all times. So we know we have access to all different types of things. It's about putting the right person in the right place and have access, uh, you know, to people at the right time. And I definitely agree with you that we can win, that we should never have a thought our mind state up our breath if we came more than just to found that, is that we can win because I'm tired of feeling the monster that we are losers or that somehow we can't win, that there's no way that we can win. But I just, I just don't think that we 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 don't believe in ourselves. As our, as our brother Little was saying, we don't have the will right now in order for us to win. But there are a few in who we must come together and, and put together proper organizations to go ahead and uh, move forward in certain avenues where we can strike it. Well, I, first of all, don't believe nothing the media says. I would never put past that shootings that they've been calling gang-related for years could be the police killing our niggas in the street. I don't, I don't put that past them. And then you call it, oh, it must have been gang-related, just to make us look bad so you can legitimize what you get ready to do to us? Come on, we got to freaking wake up. And you know what? Sometimes it's going to take, if you're at war, that's how you got to look at it. We're at war, they're not calling it a war, but that's certainly what I feel. If my sons leave the house, I got to be all scared and nervous and, oh, my God, I'm riding down the street, the police come behind me, what I got to think. You know, it's bullshit. I'm not living my freaking life like that. Who's going to live the rest of their life like that? This bullshit got to stop by any means necessary. It's like what we got to do. Oh, well. You sometimes you got to do what you do. We got to get the heart. Like, do you know them Freedom Riders all signed their little death certificate? Because they, when they went to Alabama, Mississippi, they didn't know whether they were coming back. They knew KKK was real. They didn't give a fuck. They were like, well, fuck it. We just got to die. Going to die today. But we get ready to set this shit on fire. But the point is that they had that type of mentality and was ready to do it. And at that time, when they did it, just like when the Black Panthers came out with their guns, it stopped all that shit. All that bullshit stopped because the white people was like, well, damn, these niggas mad. So they had to bring in the drugs. So we have already seen they're playing the same game. Uh, even when I study 
some of the documents and I look back on history, even with the Indians, they're playing the same thing they did to take this land. It's the same shit they running now on us. You, they don't play this game before. So we kind of have an idea where you're going. We can somewhat anticipate what's to come. So if we can and we can learn from our mistakes, then that gives us some strategy on them. And that's how we have to begin to look at it. Because even though I feel we're at war, they're not calling it a war, but that's certainly what I feel when you're Jim Crowing and every time I turn around, the police is in the cut in my community and everybody's in jail, in court, or something's going on and stressed the hell out. So we need the relief. And the only relief we can get to show our people, especially if they're so scared and so shook, you know, you're almost going to have to do something outrageous just to let people know, oh, somebody do give a fuck now. Somehow we do care. Oh, we're thinking about it. What you're doing, you know. And back in the 60s and 70s, black folks did not give a shit. They was like, what? what? Oh, somebody got killed today? We burning this motherfucking city down. Oh, really? Oh, we were, and it was happening strategically throughout the United States, not in just one place. It was happening all over. So they had to bring in the drugs and all that. So even though we still have the drugs now in the community, and, it, you know, it is hard-hitting because when I ride around and I look, you see so many elders and blacks that are just lost because they're so depressed. They have no hope in their life, and they're getting high, and they, and they can't even function. So, you know, the genocide is working. All I can say is I, I remember seeing a lot of documentaries just before the last days of a lot of Indian tribes and uh, uh, the Blackfoots and all of them. Their people drank themselves to death. They didn't even have to kill them off, half of them. They drank the last little bit left, drank themselves to death. They got high to death and killed themselves. Suicide. And I see that in our community. I see that people have almost given up. And the only thing I could see that might could spark some life or something is the fighters. The warriors got to come out. They have to. You don't even have a choice. I think, I think, I think, you know, you're saying that. That's why uh, I'm going to give a group to the brother down there and uh, call it. You know, one of the things I was speaking of is that in order for you, you're going to have to exude the uh, presence of a war. You know what I mean? This is something that has to be done. That's what I was saying, you know, as African men and women, but especially as the African men. I'm putting the onus on the African men. We must be, because when you, I'm saying it, I know, I know, when you in escape, you don't really take shit off the people. You feel more like you, you want to fight. You feel more tested when you know you in escape. When you, when you, you know, when you feel strong, you act strong. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of us, this whole thing, you got, you, you know, this is something that's a small thing that can, that can start a, a, a snowball effect of you getting back your manhood or, or your warrior. It's to start working out, doing push-ups, shit like that. Push-ups, pull-ups, dips, 
shit like that to the goddamn workout in order for you to feel strong. And then that way you'll carry yourself better. You'll be ready for a conversation. And, you know, most of us, we die away for the conversation. And, uh, you know, and that's the weakness inside our mind and our heart and our body. You know, you don't you normally, when you go to the club, right, that's why when you go to the club, you don't see bouncers in there who just, uh, you don't see little bouncers in there. The bouncers are big too. You know what I'm saying? They're not just big. They work. They look like they work out. Look like people who who work out. And because they give you a more warrior type of uh, type of uh, mentality, that's not to say you should get all rolled up like you know, like a goddamn bodybuilder. Or if I put them, put a little bit of weight on, have a little bit of stuff. Well, I think we have enough warriors out there. It's just that they are not all. The warriors are not coming together. And it is hard because we're far and few in between. And But somehow we need to come together and have our conferences. Come together and have our conferences. Because we don't have time to wait for the other people to get it, you know, because they may never. The church has got them fucked up, got their minds all twisted. So they may never, ever, but we wait on them. Shit, we all said. Right, you know what, sister? And I ain't really thinking about the uh, church. I'm thinking more of just the, the warriors who, who warriors now. This is so good, Jake. Because this is something that you got to show a model to the youth that's coming up. So they have that same mentality. You want them to, you want them to have an example, and that's basically what I'm saying. That's for not. Not because we're trying to go in, uh, not not me in particular. I'm not trying to go convert Christians to the African warriors. And let's, you know, if you're a warrior, you're a warrior, no matter what what your theology. I'll see you on the battle. You know what I mean, but definitely, uh, we we have to we have to get more uh get more organized. What was that that you said? Hold on, bubble, bubble. You out there? Okay. That you say, brother? About that effective organization. That's what the brother said. It's effective. Yeah, effective organization. organization. As you were saying, we organize, but we don't have effective organization. That's what stays on a single path. Like, look, this is the path that it's going to be, and then handle that all the way through. That's what that's what you think. Because you said, you know, we got a lot of organizations. But I I definitely agree with you on this perspective where so we should, you know, we should be uh, at different conferences. We should be pulling ourselves together. Remember RBG weekend, August 21st through 23rd, coming up, Fort Worth, Texas. August 21st through 23rd, RBG weekend. And after uh, holiday, come up with the One week after, as far as the Garvey's. Looking at this as a, a twofold thing that we have to work, you know, those who are already warriors, we got to work harder on the fight. It's not like you know, um, goals that we just this is what we're going to, this is what we're going to work. We can't keep running like the chicken with, with our head covered. 
lot of ways to work on what program at the time and uh, organize around those things. And that's not saying that you can't be dealing with other things, but that's saying that you have to, we have to find a way to spend our majority of time on focus on one project. So that's what time. You know, even if you know, no matter no matter what you learn, you know, do what do what you have to do, but we definitely have to find a way to um get this effective organization. Because I think the brother Buddha said about us being over organized. That is that that's we have to get everything. But not effective organization as I'm saying as how twenty like I said, twenty years ago, million man March, right? There was more like groups out in the community. But 20 years later, man, I don't know what happened. You still have organizations out there, but there's far less doing between. You know, far less than doing between. And they, they're not uh, as organized as they once were at all. Very disorganized. Improvement um, is down in almost every single of uh, what, what we were known in the last 20, uh, 20 years ago as a black organization that was about social change or injustice and things of that nature, the truth is way down. And you can just see the destruction of uh, our effective organization. Because there was an effective organization that helped the million man march come about. That was an effective organization to get over one million Africans to one place at one time. So you have to, I have to take my hat off for that right you know, that's one thing that I... I yeah, Brother B, we more organized for a goddamn Little League sporting event or something like that than we is for, uh, you know, RBB and 48. You know what I mean? Nah, no doubt. That's what I'm saying. You know, we can organize. If, they, if, we, told, if we told people that, listen, man, we're going to hold five nights straight free NBA basketball, NBA All-Stars, man. We can get every nigga inside the country to come. Them. Look, it's just as like me. We can get them all to come. So we have to figure out a way that makes us make that exciting. But we can get them to come. You know what well, I mean? People uh, can't get bought yeah. and sold. You know what I'm saying? You can't cross that picket line. You feel? Yeah, and if you mean, do, there got to be consequences and repercussions. Sold, man. That's our job here. It's media. Our job is to, find, is, to, is to delve into the brains of our people and figure out what's going on and also find the avenues to build those common bridges between one you know, we don't do this for entertainment here. We're not getting paid, none of that. You know what I'm saying? So we're not no paid personalities or no shit like that. We're here out of the vision wine love for our people. So we come to the table as the people. We are the people. I'm not, I'm not nobody more bigger than you. I'm your brother. You know what I'm saying? From another. Yeah, straight up. You know what I'm saying? We, we deal with each other we we come the common folk. That's why sometimes I should be a little different. That's why we don't agree with it so much shit that people be talking. Cause we just the regular people. The regular people don't agree with all that shit. All these smarty, all the ass niggas be talking. So hard hmm. about to do uh, uh, butterfly collar wear. They don't agree with all that. We we regular folk. We try to figure this shit out for real. We not. It's not, you know, it's not about a lot. You know, we don't know the fancy words and the pretty way to dress this up. You can't dress this shit up right here. 
progress, but we're working at it. So we see how I'll be before we end. If you don't see it, goddammit, don't come up here. Don't come on the show telling us that we can't win it. That's one thing. I, don't, I, don't, I would not say nobody telling us we can't fucking win. Because y'all scared to deal with the elephant in the room. You feel me? Mm-hmm. No, don't be scared of the elephant. Mm-hmm. Everybody stuck. Everybody stuck to death. But yeah, uh, Sister Pepper, you definitely ain't hitting on all cylinders. All cylinders. <clears throat> well, one good example. Recently, that cart when they did those cartoons against um, Muhammad or whoever it was in the Islam, and the white militias came out with their guns, said, we're going to hold another one. Now try to come bomb this or do whatever it is you're going to do, you're going to do. See, white people, when anybody came out that loved us, that showed their love and and, and was teaching us how to unite and be strong and love yourself and come together, what did they do? They assassinated all of our leaders. They killed them. And we don't ever think of killing their leaders. Like, like what did that do to all them hundreds of thousands of black people? You know, you know you're saying that, right? Check this out. It backed up the whole movement. Check this out. Check out something that I've noticed. You you saying that right? Think this thing that I noticed right? I'm like y'all. I'm like so. Where's the white leaders at? Where are the white leaders? Like like I know they are they are white in high positions in different places. We know who they are. We know what families they are. No, see, listen, listen to what I'm saying. No, see, because we call them. Do you? They have a succession of where. Yeah, we do. Of where they sell moving. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. They have a succession of selling moving up. Of selling moving up, right? So, when you, if you, if you effectively hit one, they steadily moving up. When we look into the African community, we have appointed leadership. And it's that one. There's no air. There's no none of that. There's no continue. Uh, listen, this is there was a uh, nothing set in the place to keep grooming leadership or groom groups of leaders at at a time. But when we look at over there, there's a different type of um, situation that they're dealing with over there. Let yeah, me you tell know, you like, something right now. You take out some of those heads of those families, and it will disperse a whole lot of their shit too. Because everybody's so greedy and running for cover and under money, and for the money. So make no mistake that if their families and the families are the corporations get targeted, oh, they running for cover. Trust and believe. You might have another family member come over and take over the shit, but don't think that the fear and all of that and that it ain't going to fuck up their little family business. Nine eleven took out, made, I don't know how many corporations had to drop their companies and businesses because of 9-11, because it hit Wall Street. It hit. Yeah, but that was, that was set up by the, was the white people. Well, whoever set it up, it affected, it affects them to this day. So don't tell me 
that these families. Like, I don't don't want to get into 9-11, but 9-11 was effectively done by the Jews who run Wall Street and the bankers. That was effectively done by those people. They they done they did that. There was no and, there was no Arab there was no I was just saying there was no Arab involvement. That that was a bank scheme for those who are on top. They schemed that out. Uh, cut money, made sure they made the insurance, they got the insurance pulled off of it, and what they did, they put the country in debt and put us in fear so we can go over to Iraq because they want to effectively take over that Saudi Arabia area. They need the oil and they just need the same control, period, because it was getting a hot zone. We're dealing with Jews over there and the Muslims, so they need to be up in there to have. Well, what I'm saying, it messed up the whole economy in the United States. There were plenty of jobs. There were other jobs here that, because directly because of 911, those companies had to shut down and people lost jobs. So it has. But I'm saying this also it affected us, though. It affected us. Like a lot of the companies that shut down, they just moved their plants off off. Overseas. Oh, sure. So what they did, but the point is it still messed up the United States. The only thing I'm saying is that any time any member is is that runs a conglomerate and he is taken out, don't I don't care who it steps up and who is next on the board or whatever, it's effective and it will be effective in a negative way. So the whole point I'm making is that, no, it's not going to change the dynamics overnight, but it still changes the dynamics. Yes, I'm not against against Uh, what you're saying. I'm not against touching people strategically. I'm not against that. But I'm just saying that, you know, when you're doing that, it has to be, strategically, and now we have to look at exactly how it is, what is this going to affect? Because we don't want to just affect the economy. It has a, a, a well, do we care the economy has been affecting us negatively for how long we've been in the negative? How no, that's long okay. we've been no, in the, the economy, regardless of the economy is good or bad, it's right. not going to make a difference, but it's not going to make uh, the economy being good or bad there's really no difference to black people. Exactly. Really, exactly. Yeah, there ain't no difference if it's good or bad for us. Exactly. You know, so we, but we that's all, not the message you said. Because black men has never attacked their leadership, they've always attacked ours. Anybody that come out and love us and just stand up and stand up proud to the world and project, oh, they get attacked, assassinated, everything. We've never done that to them. But they, their leadership is still their leadership, and it affects and has a hold. Just like ours has a chain reaction, so does theirs. Nobody is invincible. Nobody on this earth walking this planet is invincible. And empire can fall. Sister Panther, Sister Panther, I, I definitely agree with attacking leadership. And, attack, and, not, and I'm not going to say leadership, but I'm saying uh, head or uh, key point, key talk. I say keep on, right? I'm I'm up for that. But one of the reasons, one of the things I was saying about the difference between what you would call a white leader and a black leader, the black leader has a most black people have emotional ties to who, what we call leader. 
Now, when I'm looking at for white leaders, I, me personally, I can't think of, I can't think of two or three white people who have a large tie emotionally to, to because when you attack leadership, that's one of the things that attack that attacks the psyche of the people in order for you to crush them. Because that's the main thing about attacking leadership is that the leader that you attack, you want to not only destroy uh, um, their movement or the mechanics of what's going on, you also want to destroy the morale. So I'm I'm looking at the morale, and I'm and and I'm just asking. I want to find out what 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 would you who would who would be some of the people that you would say are white white leaders, Asian or whomever that that is not African, that the people have an emotional tie to the same way that we have our ties to our leaders. So that it would not only affect mechanics but also morale, as I was saying. Number one is the British. That family, anything happened to any of them, oh, my God, it's affecting their whole country. Half of the Bar Association right here in the United States stands for the British, uh, the British, uh, what is the third, the second word, the British something registry. And that's for anybody that's a lawyer, Esquire. That is wrong. So we're still paying dues to them. So I, and I'm just saying that that would have a trickle, and I'm just using that as an example, a trickle-down effect. But anybody, anybody that runs the empire, see, the difference when corporate America works in their boardroom, if I am the head of this company, I'm the CEO of this company, yes, I might have a board who I get, you know, ideals from and tell me what you think because I pay you to do that. Something happened to the CEO or whatever. Company got to recoup. Oh, it's definitely a loss because it's running amok now. Oh, my God, the head is gone now. I've been trying to sneak and cheat and do over here and do this over here. It's running amok. So everybody is affected. There is no such thing that oh, our head is gone and we're not affected. No, it is getting affected. The company is definitely being affected. And so my point, no, it's not going to, you're not going to see the same effect that you would in the hood because we are in dire straits. We, they're not in the same predicament. But the fear of God that's being put into them, for one, and the second thing is, is disrupting your whole mechanical of what you do every day for two. It makes a world of a difference, a huge difference, all day long. But my point is that if you're at war, if somebody's at war with you, we, we're not thinking war. We're not thinking war. We're not thinking like, you know what? The same shit you doing to me, oh, you planting drugs over here in this neighborhood? Well, what, well I mean, yes, I'm black. Y'all got a lot. Y'all got more white neighborhoods than we got black. You go, we plant a whole bunch of drugs in your neighborhood, too. There's so many things that if you were thinking how they're thinking on our communities, on their communities, and flip the script and turn the tides, oh, there's a whole lot to be done. We sitting there just, you know, I, you know. Yeah, I, you know, and when you're saying that, this is this is my idea, and I definitely think that uh, that you're onto something good. 
And I think it'll be just coming at it from um, a little different. But I think that we can have more uh, specific targets, such as we have, uh, you know, we have electricity grid. You know what I mean? Things of that nature that, that could go down, and this would effectively affect a lot of people at one time. You know, these are things that, you know, you, you, if, if electricity grid go down as though as it has happened before, you know what I'm saying, you effectively shut down flight. Uh, it's not going to be travel. It's just totally messed up. You're not going to have trains running. You're going to still be able to have cars go, but you're going to have just uh, a massive blackout. You know what I mean? Things of that nature. So that's, when, I, when, when I think about it, I think about uh, attacking that mannerism, but I definitely understand where you're coming from because, you know. Uh, well, we want stuff that's just affecting them, just like they have stuff that specifically affects us. And when you specifically affect your target and them, all it leaves a whole different mindset. It's a completely different chain of reaction. A grid going down is going to affect everybody. And that might be cool depending on what you're going to do. If it's, if it's on a mission, hey, all right, that might be necessary. But the whole key thing of putting the fear, if we're walking around here with the fear of God every day, oh, God, the police looking, oh, they're looking at me watching, oh, the school system is calling the police on my kids, setting us up, trying to put everybody in special ed. The attack that's coming on us is so strong and so pervasive that, we want Pacifics. Well, we want you to know because I'm getting the foot off my neck. And then if we want to negotiate for land and we want to negotiate to have our own, because black people are going to have to move back together. we got to come back together because that's where our strength is going to be. That's when we're going to be able to see who's who and what's what. Because right uh, so now, so, what? No, Sister Pimp, I want to ask you a question. You're saying that. Um, what do you make of uh, Mr. Farrakhan coming his 20-year anniversary so that we're going to the million, uh, doing a 20-year Million Man March, and the theme is justice or else? Well, the closest thing that I've ever seen to a black army is the Nation of Islam. I go to his uh, rallies, and when I see him, he's representing the way I feel we need to all be represented. That nigga have niggas on the rooftops, even though they'll send out all these extra police everywhere, okay? And guess what? I feel whenever I'm out where Mr. Farrakhan is talking, I could be sitting on the street smoking a blunt just right in front of the cops. They ain't going to say shit to me. I could be out there showing my ass, and they ain't going to say nothing because they don't want all these brothers who are standing there straight face, ain't nobody smiling, ain't no joking and shucking and jiving and playing, don't want to make them think that I'm picking on one of your people. And I've eyewitnessed this. I'm not saying something I'm guessing about. This is what I see and what I know. And the same way they represent him, that all throughout the whole radius, as far as you can see, they got niggas on the rooftops. They got them on the street. They got them up the street, down the street, across the street, everywhere. That's how we need to be rolling all day long. That's the closest thing to a black army. And everybody knows that all them niggas is strapped. They don't show their guns, but they strapped, 
And you shoot one of mine, I'm shooting two of yours. You shoot three of mine, I got four of yours. They don't give a fuck. That's their attitude, and that's why they get the respect they do when they come out. Now, if the rest of us would take heed and learn something, I recall Mr. Farrakhan, even though he's acting a little strange lately in some of this shit I'm seeing him say and do, but one thing I respect about him, he has said before, he don't care. You could be Christian, you could be whatever you want. But if you're black, come and get some of this. Come get some training. Send your kids here. They're little kids. Five years old, come out, dressed in a little bow tie, whatever. So adorable and cute. Even those little kids at four and five years old is standing there, the males, looking straight face. They're like, yeah, I know I look cute. But this ain't no laughing matter right about now. Okay, so that's the mentality of how I see their training, their kids, and what they're doing. That's what we all freaking need to be doing. If all black people could learn something from the Nation of Islam, I'm not no Muslim, don't want to be no Muslim, but I damn sure respect what I see as far as my black people uh, when I see that they come out, I don't, they don't, they, Minister Farrakhan don't need your police protection. He got his own. He don't even trust yours. Y'all be the ones that set him up and kill him. So he doesn't need them. He lets them know, I don't need you. Matter of fact, you, I would suggest you don't show your ass out here today, because if it is, we all going out straight up war. And I respect that. I love it. I love it. And if we could get that mentality... And if we could get some training and understand that thing, uh, we'd be better off today. Uh, you know, so I'm saying the question, the, the question still remains: What do you think of the justice or else? I well, I love it. That don't bother me at all. It's about time we do justice or else. Because I'm sick of yeah, it. I'm not going to live my whole life in fear. What is the point of living if all black men and our young black boys, and what do we think our sons are saying about us when they, when all the elders and all the old folks see the police, what they do to them? We see it. They're not hiding it. They're doing this shit right in front of our face. And what, what does that make them think about us? And yet we want your respect. We want you to listen to us. They looking at you like, well, damn, you more scared than I am. And how many young black boys we done heard say they didn't think they're going to live past 25? They glad they made it to 21. What kind of bullshit is that? We letting them, that's the fear they got in our sons and schools and, and everywhere. I don't think I'm going to live to past 21. That sounds sick, but that's their reality. So you think I'm worried about now with or else? We should have been or else. Been that. And that's I, my I, opinion. I agree. I agree. That's my opinion. No, I, I agree totally. I understand what you're saying about the uh, military aspect of the of the uh, FOI. Um, as I said before, the social program that the Nation of Islam produced is a pretty good social program. The military training is a pretty good military training program. That would be the FOI that the Queen is speaking of. Um, I mean, for some of the first things we got to do, all your kids that ain't 
don't have no police record, and even if they do, you still try to squeeze it through. All the kids need to be get a gun license. Mm-hmm. Get them a gun license. If you got a child, and even I hear white people get their little kids have gun licenses in their name. We need to start doing the same thing. That's automatic. As soon as you're 16, okay, we're going to sign up for the gun license. And once you have it, it's hard for them to take it away from you. My sons have it. They It's hard. They can't just take it away. They got to send you this shit every year, every two years to renew all your shit. That's what they do. So why aren't we even just doing that? We have to start Somewhere. And, and I'll tell you this, and I'll tell you something else. That if you want to do a gun license, that's for concealed um, carry. If you license for concealed carry. Um, but one thing about uh, buying weaponry is something that I, uh, you know, looking into the laws is that weaponry can be bought. You have the constitutional right still apply. And you can buy weaponry from private citizens. You do not have to have the gun license, which is to concealed carry, as long as the private citizen wants to sell you the property. It is perfectly legal for them to sell you the property as long as they are not selling you it as a dealer. Uh, Yes, but I'm just saying that when Farrakhan bring his people out, them niggas is licensed to carry whatever out right here, boo. Come on with it. All of us, we down by law. I'm just saying that just steps up our game a little more for protecting ourselves. Yes, we can still get it. But why not get the license? Because we don't know what we want to do with the license. Maybe we want to have a shooting range and training people or something else. Get the license while you can. Well, I'm, not, you know, I'm, not, I'm not discouraging people to get the license. But I'm just giving a clause of extra information for those who right. Um, right. might not want the license, um, uh, might can't get the license, that you're still uh, allowed to purchase the weaponry and weaponry inside of Connecticut, the state law is that you need a license for concealed carry, but you do not need a license for to carry an open carry firearm. This is an open carry state. People just don't practice, but it is an open carry state here in Connecticut. Right. And we so know that these laws don't apply to us. Everybody talking about all the new laws, let's get new laws. For what? They're not going to work for us anyway. You can get all the laws on the books you want. They already got laws on the books that do not apply to us. So we got to get our own laws. We got to get our own space and create our own laws. And if we, if the fear is in you of coming to fuck with us, then you will stay your distance. You'll stay over there. We'll stay over here. And we have our own uh, written laws. We're not abiding by yours because, you don't even abide by your own laws when it comes to us anyway. But to me, exactly right, so sovereignty has somewhere down the line, maybe not right now, but once we get more organized, sovereignty has to come into full effect because you know what? We have to have our own laws. We don't need, I, I think every black community, they shouldn't even be a white cop to ever come in there. And why aren't we demanding that with what we can see? I see what you do. You act like you're scared of black people and my sons and all that. That's bullshit. You think they're really scared? They ain't fucking scared. It's a joke. You got, you armed down to the T. Everybody you shooting and killing unarmed. So what was you scared of? You're scared. Give me a freaking break. 
the way they talk to us and treat us and their whole mission don't produce scared. That's just a game you use for in court. So, uh-uh, no. I'm done. I'm the, We 500 million strong, baby. That's how I see it. We need to start acting like it. We, yes, we got weak ones. We got ignorant ones. Oh, well. Y'all will catch on sooner or later and get on board. But for right now, those that know need to fucking link up and, uh, you know, start pulling shit together. When is he going to have this march? Which march? The Farrakhan. Uh, it's going to be on the same day, the Million Man. It's going to be 20th anniversary <laughs> of the Million Man March. When is that? In October. So October 20th. Well, October twentieth, twenty first. Hmm. October twentieth or the twenty first. Hmm. You're gonna be having this, and as I say, you know, I remember when the first one was here in ninety five, twenty years ago. There was a uh, there was effective organization going on during that. You know, to bring over a million to two million uh, black men together at one time and a lot of effective organizations. From that point on, it seemed that the organization, you know, a lot of organizations just fell out. So, mm. you know, the, the aftermath, you know, of the Million Man March, I, I would put the theme, you know, a greater uh, bonding. A lot of the people now, though, who, who would have been, who would have went to the Million Man March, um, at that point in time, you know, those who missed it 30, you know, 20 years later, you know, you got people 30, 31, 32 who, who didn't go, and they have no understanding of organization, but they have a lot of, uh, they don't have fear, though. They're fearless, but they're unorganized. Uh, and so I'm just, uh, I, like I said, I've seen that earlier, and I said justice or else. I said, hmm, you know, at the time when he first went, I thought to myself that that would have been the perfect, that would have been the perfect time that first time to tell them justice or else. Well, you know, but so, even if he does that now, if them niggas ain't strapped, then what's the point? I, well, exactly. That's what, and now that's right. why I'm going, that's why I'm going to something that when we're a more, after 20 years in a more disorganized African community, to bring them there where you're now going to, where Farrakhan is now, definitely he's going to incorporate the homosexual community. He's going to incorporate um, all different types of whites and all different types of things. This is because this is what he has incorporated in past, uh, like, renewances of the Million Man March. Well, I don't know about him having white people there. Uh, trust. They're going to be there. Flagler's going to be there. is going to be there. Yeah, those Scientologists is going to be there. He's not going to be able to keep them out. And them KKK payroll, uh, Blue Klux Klan, Holy is going to be there. <laughs> the Blue Klux Klan, yeah, the Blue Klux Klan definitely going to be there. But, but not even being the Blue Klux Klan, but the Scientologists well, are going right to be now, there. Right now, they get a million black people down there. Trust me, they would have to call in five, six, seven states to get enough police for all them people. And that leaves all those states vulnerable. 
They ain't got enough to cover that. So my whole thing, and how many millions of us are here in this country? We, you know, and and, and you know what? The ones that really don't want to do shit need to take their ass back to Africa and go help clean up the land over there. Get them people off the fucking land. Go help the Africans over there to get them off the land so we have what we, because if we could build up Africa, and strengthen their army, we might have a damn army to call on to come help us. Nobody, that's something that we need to think about, setting up alliance and letting them know, okay, but I know that there are about six or seven African countries that offer us dual citizenship. Maybe more of us need to go and get those dual citizenships. So we could call and be like, yes, they're harassing me and my family, and I want the council in Africa to come and say something at the United Nations or something. You know what I'm saying? So we need to use every kind of which way, everything, to help us in our situation and to bond with the whole diaspora of Africa. What's that? I know y'all saying I'm talking crazy. <laughs> nah, when you talking real, you talking real. We can't, you know what I mean? Everybody, you know, we all we all Africans over here. We all got a right to express ourselves how we need to express ourselves. As long as you ain't telling us to kumbaya with the cracker and go hold hands and, you know. Oh, no, no. I, no, no. As long, as as long as that's not Oh, no, that would never happen. Yeah, I, so you know, I, I can't even see that. Long, long as cool by y'all is not the next song out your mouth. We just oh, no, no, no. You know that's not coming out of my mouth. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. No. Oh, man. But, yeah, family, you know, like like I said, you know, it seems that it, more than likely, you know, family, the line is open. Hold up. We got callers on the line. Callers on the line. We see y'all out there. If you'd like to add one, please do. See y'all out there. Don't let me don't let me and the queen uh, keep it up. But we will. <laughs> you know, sometimes, because, you know, one of the things I know is, like, topics like this, sometimes our people don't, you know, sometimes our people just want to listen. They want to hear. They want to hear the views and ideas of other people, and then they, you know, they take them home in the, inside their house and and take them and storm in their brain, and then they and they and they come and formulate uh, views for their own self, or they just pass the information on as is. So you know, we always uh, respect the the callers for coming out. If they don't want to say anything, we still um, have to have that respect for our callers who are out there in the listening audience. You thank every one of them. Alright. Hold on, give me one second. I gotta change. Hold on, one
some of the things for the reason for the disorganization, um, on my personal opinion, <clears throat> I feel uh, I won't go as deep in as I would like to because I think that um, when you look at a structure of anything, uh, when you want to point out the weaknesses, you don't want to do so in front of your enemy. Is you get the enemy ammunition to build off of your weak point, and he's going to attack at that point. So I think a lot of the issues that we have uh, within the black power structure things uh, are things that need to be dealt with, you know what I'm saying, on a Harriet Tubman uh, underground railroad type scenario to where it only stays within the confines of us, to where the uh, enemy doesn't have an open ear to hear, you know what I'm saying, the differences that we uh, may be facing amongst each other and give them a a, a tool, you know, or an attack point for that matter. <clears throat> a lot of it, you know what I'm saying, is is basically based off of fucked up ideologies, uh, fucked up mental conditionings of, of certain individuals. Uh, I think a lot of it is personal. A lot of it is uh, there needs to be action behind certain things. But like I said, there's a lot of issues I don't want to bring to the table on that. There's a lot of people that have positions that don't, need to be in positions. There's a lot of people that take titles without earning them. Um, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that want to be in a certain position that don't deserve to be in a certain position. There's a lot of people that take uh, a lot of, uh, I would like to say, uh, things that are uh, really, really childish. And as adults, they put it into action. And their actions have a certain reaction amongst the people. Uh, a lot of people are misguided and misinformed on, on some of the people that they're looking up to and putting into this celebrity status of black empowerment. And some of these people have a, a large following to where it's almost not built on anything scholarly or it's not built on their actions that they're putting forth to do things for the people. There's a lot of things that should be in play. Take, for instance, you know what I'm saying? There's so much shit going on. There's so many queens that's hurting right now because they're losing their children and we're being attacked on a daily basis and the functions of certain people are to build money for things that are really not going to do anything for liberation. It's almost becoming like a circus. A lot of people are being entertained, and when you look at the entertainers, I have to say one thing, that, you know, the brother King Lowe was right. This is uh, a lot of these brothers are, are, are here for a reason to distract us, to keep us from our true goal of moving forward. And they seem, they seem, they seem to throw this uh, bullshit into the pot, and the people just sit down at the table to eat, and they eat with a smile on their face, and a distraction takes place. And as long as, you know, these people are in these places to cause this distraction amongst us, then we'll, and we eat off of it, you know what I'm saying? It prevents us from moving forward. And a lot of it is based on disorganization because there needs to be actions in place for these people that do these certain types of things. 
And then there really needs to be, you know what I'm saying, out of the rising uh, of a lot of the uh, disorganization, that strong firmness of those that have that power to cut through the bullshit and get the action move forward and, and keep it based on the fact that we at war, the shit is real, it's not make-believe, it's not a manifestation. Just step outside your door, open your eyes, look at what's going on, plan, strategize, move as one. Uh, the main focus is what, is what we here have been saying since day one, African first, second, or third. You know what I'm saying? If you're not African first, second, or third, and you got a lot of your bullshit ideologies, uh, teachers that you follow, whatever the separation may be that you have yourself clinging on or to attach it to, you can't see it as African first, second, or third, then you know you just bullshitting yourself and you wasting the people time. And we ain't got time for that. That's the distraction tactic. So who, who whose side are you really on? In the words of Khalid Muhammad, who sent you, nigga, we see you. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I ain't going to go on a tyrant for too long and shit. Like I said, a lot of things need to be discussed uh, amongst uh, each other on a different format where the enemy don't have an open ear. And I'm going to stand on that family, Black Bob. Black Power on that, hey, Ru. Oh, shit. Black Power. Black Power on that. Pull this up, brother. Hey, bro. I thought I'm a damn phone on mute. I think I'm talking to you. <laughs> it's the brother Little came in. It's the Black Power. Hey, bro. Oh, yeah, talking. Hey, brother um, B. Can I do a uh, quick check to see if my bo- my brother uh, Hen Dog done checked on? Brother Henry, if you on. Uh-huh. Go ahead. All right, you ain't saying that. Uh, um, but now, I just happened, though, you know, like I said, I have a you know, it's always a good thing, man. Right? You never know who it hit or who it affects. But uh, I just got it. I just got it hit on the, uh, on the, as a matter of fact, on the page, on the uh, event fire for tonight, a little young boss from the community just hit me up. Like, yo, listen, man, I got a couple of troops we trying to train, man. Who can, who, 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 you know what I'm saying? We want to get ourselves tight, get it right, and get it together. You know what I'm saying? So, I just, you know, I said, all right, that's good right there. That, you know what I mean? So, that's a good thing. They feel the need for that organization. We're going to, you know, we're going to definitely pull that together. You know, definitely, definitely, uh, said, you only grab one, man. If you only get one, man, that's good, man. I'm telling you, yo, listen, man, it's hard to get to him, man. When the young bloods, the young bloods calling in, man, the young bloods hit me up. He must have been listening on the line, but checking it out. And um, just uh, like I say, he just hit us on the, uh, hit me in the show, hit me in the show on the best line. Let me know that he want to train and is willing to train for the stuff of fear. So that's and that's what and that's what we need. We need those with that type of energy. You know what I'm saying? That's what we need. We need the ones with that type of energy to get it moving. You know what I'm saying? 
That's where that's where that love is at. The love is with the youth. They're gonna have it. They're gonna have it. They're gonna get the energy moving forward. So let's go ahead and snatch up some of them youth, get some of them new ideas. See how to go ahead and move on to the people. But now they catch brother Henry out there. Yo, maybe it's that Kelly you got uh, muted. No, that's the noise that's earlier. That's where the noise was coming from. Let me see. Let me see. On music. Uh, Brother Hammer. Cali, your line open. All right, that's Cali. Cali just listening in. All right. Good. Good looking, my brother. Mm-hmm. Well, California law. I said that was earlier. They kept making that noise. They were switching around over there. So they where, uh, where the queen at, man? I'm they on vacay sister. tonight? Yeah, hey, Sister Camille was here on vacay tonight. That's all you know. Everybody needs a rest day once in a while. I have to make sure we catch her on the back line or black line. You know what I mean? There's a lot, of, a lot of different things going on. So, you know, we're catching it, you know, on the black side. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, serve some people up, you know what I mean? Serve them up well. But, yeah, we definitely have to go back to our Amos books. We're going to have to get back to that. that, that that's one of things that we we getting lost. And so um, we want to make sure that we uh, put our put our hands on it. We got some of the ancestors, the elders, to go ahead and give us some of the wisdom or things that we should be doing and places that we should be going. Where we should be headed to and to be before you. We might uh, we might have to, we might drop some of that on slaughterhouse Saturday. Might drop some of that. Uh, also, if everything goes right, we're gonna have a book with you. We're gonna have a book with you. And uh, brother Little, we uh, that that thing that you that you sent me on the brother. The brother told me I had seen that. I forgot to tell you. He said he remember when your brother John sent that little uh that message across the time slander the slander the brother Dawa. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, you know, I told you brother Dawa sent it to him. He said, oh man, he was like, yo, he seen that. He said that was a wild fact. That son did it. He did that at the time when. With, um, they had this show with Genie and Dawa, and they was going in on King Noble, and King Noble called in. So the next, like, a little while after that, he put that poster, and he had photoshopped the pictures of Dawa and Irritated Genie together like they was on some, on some hobo shit. You know, see, fag bags always do that shit, man. But, yeah, yeah. ain't nobody going to trust no fag bags. So, so, you know, he, he told me, he was like, yeah, so... Matter of fact, though, his book, he he finally got uh, somebody to, uh, to produce the book because he had problems with the last person people who was going to print it. So, you know, they backed out, but he got his printers to finally print it. He just, um, I just seen my copy. He had his sign. He just sent me a picture. Like, y'all, just in the signing, if you ain't. He just headed out to me. So when we get that in, we're going to definitely bring him back. The, the breakdown, this, um, uh, you know what I'm saying, definition of a broke ass. 
We're going to get them back in and really unlock off, you know. It's always, uh, it's a serious matter, but the way that our brother does it, he, he brings it with enthusiasm and the African spirit where you're also uh, entertained, not as though you're listening to a clown, but someone who knows how to get your ear and make sure that you get the key points of the ideas that he's speaking so I look forward to that right there. Uh, what else, the brother guy? What else we got going on? Hold on one second. So there is, uh, I believe, this is Sharazan Ali. Let me let me check this yeah, real fast. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, there's there's a Father's Day event uh, sponsored by the UAM in Patterson, New Jersey, June 21st. Uh, we got let me see this on Saturday, June sixth. Uh, on the left, the first leg of the planning session takes place. For more information, called Freedom Party. Offers they have a uh, planning session for the UAM. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, this is that Saturday, June sixth. Uh, Systematic and, and Patricia, so the first leg of the planning session are here for the summer. will be taking place at the Freedom Party office. So that's for uh, our people up there in New York. When we get out there to the UA and the good old UAM, get the things done. Uh, yesterday, the brother Deville was out there uh, putting their work in. And we want to get the brother Deville. As a matter of fact, we want to get the brother Deville to come in. Uh, he's from up there in Brooklyn, does a lot of community work with uh, former addicts and, and youth out there, just, you know, uh, form, you know, gang members and things of that nature, just trying to uplift the, the mindset of the people. So we definitely want, we want to touch down, we want his brother to touch down with us and, uh, you know, see what he got going on, her programs he got working, and see what we can incorporate over here that he got going on but he can spread out to the nation and what we can help him with. And that's always the number one idea, how we can help each other. I say on that, also we got to give a big shout-out to Brother Tim and uh, Queen McKeer, their little uh, anniversary today. You dig it? Well, all right. No doubt, no doubt. Black power shout on that. Definitely. Definitely, you know what I'm saying? We send that love out there to the family, you know. Saying it's kind hopefully they doing what black folks should be doing. Anytime they want to kick the chunk of ass and they together, the black man and woman should be trying to make black babies. Oh, wait, they go. That's what we need now. No, we need nothing else. It's black man and a black woman making black babies. So, 
So we we got that going on. Uh, black babies need to be getting made today. So we definitely uh, send that love out there to our family. Uh, but Tim, uh, and we know that he he got a couple things going on. We make sure that we put that information out there. So people fall in on that. Uh, also, I haven't gotten the proper uh, uh, trying to get the kind to get the contact for the brother Eric Shepard. Not getting the proper information on brother Eric Shepard in order for us to try to uh, make sure that we contact his brother, keep his spirits up. The, you know, uh, the GoFundMe that was um, set up in, in order to raise his bond money, you know, or raise his ransom, as I, as I like to put it, uh, was taken down. So right now we're just looking for what are the other avenues that being had for, you know, to try to raise his other ransom because, uh, you know, we understand when we got political prisoners, that, uh, some of them especially those who are symbols of what we are about, which is the youth. Uh, uh, make sure that we in on that. Make sure he's all right. After, um, so anybody out there who got any information on the Buffalo Air Center, please let us know. Inbox me. Uh, that's uh, on, on uh, Facebook, or you can look in the feed on the ground group. Uh, throw something in there. You can get me on my email, which is like powerblock at gmail.com. That's B-L-A-C-K, power, P-O-W-E-R, block, B-L-O-C-K, gmail.com. Study uh, groups are still going on. Contact uh, me at blackpowerblock at gmail.com. Same, uh, same uh, email address. Uh, we're on it to... Bible things and the military tactics above a little. Um, if you go ahead and let the people know exactly what we're getting into. Yeah, we're going to jump into uh, Kwame Nkrumah Handbook Revolutionary Warfare. <laughs> so, you know, as we said, we're stepping our game up. We uh we're not going backwards. We have no reason on feet on the ground to keep arguing religious nonsense and madness with folks. We won't do it. We'll be contextualizing military strategies or the first move forward. We'll deal with a little history still, but we will not be arguing whether or not Jeebus, Miami, Yahweh, Yahoo, Mobile, Mosey, none of them. We ain't arguing none of them. We putting all of them on the back burner and doing as Africans do. When y'all shit fucking up, we find some new shit to keep moving with to give us our goddamn freedom. So we move with the BB Fourier. We take back our African spirit, and you know we giving you back cracker whatever it is, the cracker Jesus. We giving you back all your shit. You know what I mean? And when we give that up, we will find our African self, and freedom will be there immediately. You know what I'm saying? Freedom comes immediately once you give up all that the pack has given you. I say today. Uh, uh, with that being said, what other things we, we have to put in for tonight? I know that uh, sort of how Saturday we'll be getting in at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Hopefully we're going to try to go ahead and get us get us these special guests in there. We're going to see if we can try to touch this another thing again. We're going to see. Making me. 
that we can get them to come back. You know what I mean? You know, we won't call on them. We won't call them once. We won't call them twice. And I'll see if we can get them back. There's no discussion about it matters. And uh, that will be Slaughterhouse Saturday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, where the team is who's still betraying the African Revolution. Dr. John has fought. Uh, and we always riding with Dr. Amos Wilson, shotgun. So um, be looking forward to Slaughterhouse Saturday. Also be looking forward to next Thursday, which will be our Amos Wilson Day. We might have to just make it, uh, you know, every second or third Thursday, every month. It has to be like the Amos Wilson Day or something like that. Uh, we have to just find a, a strictly powerful psychiatrist or someone who deals with psychological effects and damages that we receive and also the building up of our psyche. We have to do that, you know, every second or third of the month just just, just for the people because uh, we need to make sure that it's always in the consciousness of uh, other people. Um, look forward to us bringing in uh, look forward to us bringing in in the, in the near future though we definitely look forward to us bringing in the long saw RBGs and discuss a little bit of this RBG weekend also the QC RBGs on unity uh, organization an effective organization which the public seems to be uh, showing signs of uh, effective organization, definitely unity and camaraderie. So we want to bring some of the public in uh, and just have them, you know, just have a nice uh, uh, chop it up. And also the sisters, too, they got a powerful, not only are the brothers powerful and strong and strong to unify, but they also have a circle of queens who are strong and sisterhood is strong between them. So we want to bring on the whole QC, RBG family and just have a nice discussion on what or what it's like to be unified, how to build that camaraderie so they can establish what we what we should be looking for, what you should look forward to in the future that African love is just to come. Uh, Shay. Uh, Shay. What's up right there? Be a man shout out to the Lone Star RBG camp. Definitely, always big up to the Lone Star RBG, man. And, uh, and all, of the, all the RBGs just repping it right. Yeah. We definitely look forward to it. We look forward to both of those shows coming up before June is out. Uh, we got to definitely have a, a couple more guests coming in. Look forward to Buffett Dialogue Israel coming in this month um, to do a review of his book. We're going to do that book review. Finally, we got the to be able to print it. And go over that story also. I uh, was, you know, being rejected by printers because of the content of the book. Uh, the brothers in what they would call Facebook jail right now, 30 days. They can't print anything because he showed people that his book is out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So he had been uh, banned off of Facebook for 30 days because of this. Uh, you know, fags have been hurt. Somebody shared it and got a fag on a friend list. Fags got them banned. So watch out. It's all social media. So watch out for everybody that you uh, feeling with. Uh, so with that being said, you know, with that being said, Sonny, is there anything else that the family out there would like to put in? Again, what we've come to the end of this thing, take Thursday session, is that we need effective organization. 
know, we, we have, we organize a certain manner of business, but disorganized because of our uh, inability to connect with each other to effectively create change, have effect, have targets that are singular targets that we effectively go through and complete the mission to the full, to the full of the mission, not up and go while it's halfway done. But we need organization. So, I say, great, de- great uh, definition, yeah. brother. Great definition. Right, thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know, but, I mean, I would only know that if you didn't put it out there, brother. You know what I'm saying? We throw it off each other. Hey, brother, but we got effective organization. We vote time around here. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, but um. We gotta be, we gotta be upset. I mean, you know, it's a short thing. Take Thursday. Sometimes you get to the bottom of the situation quicker than you get to the bottom on other things. You know what I mean? We are gonna slide up into our back room, the back, uh, you know what I'm saying? Not to hang out, but we are gonna chill out for a little bit. We are gonna slide up in there. We are gonna cut this line early. We are gonna get up up in there. There's a lot of different things going on out there in the community. I seen an article. Two billion year old nuclear reactor. Did y'all family? Did y'all get a chance to check that out? Nah, I missed that one, fam. I put it in our Google Hangout. Check it out. Two billion year old nuclear reactor found in South Africa. Oh yeah, yeah, but I didn't read it all. I just glanced at it. I didn't read it all, though, fam. Ah uh, yeah, man. I didn't get to read it all either. I, I, I just thought about it. I want to go back and check that, man. I, I read, like, the first initial beginning, and I threw it in there. I said, oh, man, I got to hold on to this. Later, I don't really know what it said, but it sounds good. So, let me throw it in. Right, you said nu- nuclear reactor? Yeah, let, let's dip into that on the black side. Yeah. So we're going to get into that back there, you know what I mean? So, I mean but we definitely had, um, if y'all want to get in on the black side, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hit me up in my inbox at blackpowerblock at gmail.com. Email me with your Gmail account, and we'll try to pull you in after we vet. And also, uh, something I want to say is we're going to have to, we might move, we're going to move our chat room. I think we got to, you know, we're going to move it and then start reading uh, people to the chat room. I think we might got a member or two who is inactive, so we want to make sure that that, uh, that doesn't go on and keep going. Yeah, somebody mic on wildfire right now. Yeah, they're going in right now. So they muted it, right? That quick. All right, play power on that. <laughs> he must have heard you. He must have heard you and muted it. It's who you said it. But, uh, yeah, we're going to definitely get that in. Uh, check y'all out on the black side. We thank y'all again for coming out. Uh, and, and, and next show, we will have the South just to clear it up some for our uh, RBG National Camp. You know, uh, I am not going to get into that right now on the line. I'll say that. I'll say that. I'll say that right there. But, again, thank y'all for coming out. Holy eight, my power, my whole set. Praise Matt Turner, glory to Barbie, Lord with the Spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, Lord with the Spirit of Sister Fanny Blue Hanson. Cracking the trunk.
It takes a lot to turn an idea into a business. Yahoo Small Business has everything you need to start and grow your business. Get online for free. Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com.